Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. This will be a bear down segment. Sorry, there is no Zach Kalman. There's been no other bear down segments. Uh, schedules have not aligned. So, Zach, if you're seeing this, I apologize. It's the only time I can hop on to talk, but have some things to talk about with the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears fans, the podcast world, and Justin Fields. So this is a bear down segment of the Coach Steve Show. Follow me at Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow right on Apple um, and iTunes, and you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We have not been on here with Zach to talk about the Chicago Bears. Uh, Been a little busy. Uh, Basketball has started. It's in full swing. We are... uh, Getting into the start of our season, and there's just no, there's literally no time to hop on to get the schedules matched up. But the Chicago Bears are struggling. They are three and two. The last time me and Zach have talked to you, I believe we talked about the Patriots or the Cowboys and the Dolphins and all those different types of things. They have they're on a little losing streak after being the Patriots convincingly. They get whipped versus the Cowboys. They lose a heartbreaker to the Dolphins. They lose by one point to the Lions, lose by three points to the Falcons, and then Justin Fields does not play. They lose big time to the Jets after playing good first quarter, and then they lose to the Green Bay Packers 28-19 in Chicago yesterday after being up on them, I believe, 19-10, and then just could never score again. People are happy about this. They call it tanking. These players are not trying to tank. They're getting paid millions of dollars. I don't think these coaches have this mindset, but the fans are very split. These podcast shows are very split where we're losing. They go, well, it's a good thing. We get another We get another pick. This year has been defined as the draft pick. Everything has revolved around not spending money and getting draft picks. And it's very frustrating to know your team is losing, but we're happy for these draft picks. That's why we traded Roquan Smith to get draft picks. We actually used a draft pick to get Chase Claypool, who has flashes here and there, but hasn't been anything yet. So we're trading the pick for him. Hasn't really done too much. That could be play calling. That could be not knowing the plays. That could be a bunch of other things. But this year has been known as the draft pick season. That's what it's forever going to be known as. We had our great 2018 season, and then after that, it has just been 
disappoint after disappointment. And this year they already knew coming in we were going to have $120 million, $130 million in cap space next year. We're, we're poised to have a big offseason. We're trusting that these draft picks are going to come to fruition. Instead of trying to go out there and get established players, we're going to rely on the draft. The biggest thing of this whole season, a lot of podcasts and shows and people are getting clicks because – Everything has been split. Everything flips back and forth. A lot of these Chicago-only style podcasts, a podcast out there has the Bears, the Blackhawks, the White Sox, the Cubs, everything under the sun, the Bulls. These guys have just been flip-flopping on this team back and forth. They make no sense. They don't stay true to what they say, and sometimes they don't really see what happens with their eyes. These reporters on Twitter that work for the NFL or write for some newspaper or website that claim to be Chicago Bears fans, they type for this. Some of the people that put things on Twitter is laughable because they are just, they don't understand what they're seeing. They complain about play con that they have never called an offensive football play or a defensive football play in their entire life. They have sat back. They have talked to people. It's good to talk to people and to learn, but to sit there and over-criticize about certain play calls. I certainly have done it. I try not to. The only time I ever try to or think about is maybe college football because I can relate to it because I've had the great opportunity to talk to college coaches. I haven't had the amazing opportunity always to talk to NFL coaches, so I'm not going to sit there and act like I know how to call play like they do, understand what's happening in the meeting room. But this is what we can report on. This is what I can talk about on a podcast or have conversations with people, and this is what it is. The big thing that I am sick and tired of is these podcast guys, these these guys that are like, well, I've watched the Bears since 1989. I've been writing for the Bears since 2000. Not saying I know a whole bunch more, but something that I'm just sick and tired of hearing about is how Justin Field that's going to be the title of this. It was going to be Justin Fields deserves blame. Justin Fields is the new LeBron James because fans and these reporters can find no wrong of what Justin Fields does. I was not excited about drafting Justin Fields. If you listen to anything I've ever talked about of the Bears, I did not like that pick because the offensive line was in shambles. We knew that some of the defense was going to start aging. You wanted to talk about wide receivers, even though we had a couple. We needed other areas. And what did we do? We traded picks away to get Justin Fields. This was before this regime. This was with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, and we get Justin Fields. People are up and on. or They're all high. They're hyped. They're ready to go. I think you could have found a quarterback that – could fit a system out there in free agency. You probably could have drafted one, could have traded for one. But the thing with Justin Fields was I watched him at Ohio State. He was surrounded with first and second round wide receivers. He was surrounded with first or second round, third round offensive linemen. He had two running backs that both averaged over 110, 120 yards per game. How many teams can sit there and say they have two running backs that average over even 100 yards per game? His life was easy. Is he talented? Absolutely. Is there times that he can throw the crap out of the ball? Absolutely. Can he take off and run and make guys miss? Absolutely. Can he do things we've never seen before outside maybe a Michael Vick? 
or Lamar Jackson? Absolutely we can. But the needs of the Chicago Bears at the time were more in the offensive line. How do I know this? Because to this day, up until a few games ago, that's all you heard about. Offensive line sucks. Offensive line sucks. Well, maybe you should have traded for some. Maybe you should have drafted better with offensive linemen. You got Tevin Jenkins. Cool. That's it. So when people complain about it, well, I tried to tell you, instead of drafting Justin Fields, go after the offensive line problem, and we'll take care of that later. You can find If you can protect the quarterback and he can stand back there and pass, we'll figure it out. Coming into this year also, well, the wide receivers stink. When the Bears were loot, they beat the 49ers. But then when we started to lose at the very beginning of the season, the very beginning, we beat the 49ers, we lose to Green Bay talking about the offensive line sucks, the wide receivers suck. We pull off a win against the Texans, then we'll go on this losing streak. The Giants, the Vikings, Washington. In those games, it was, well, Justin Fields is the reason why we almost won those games. Um, Justin Fields, this, the offensive line, that. There was all this stuff. I thought the receivers played better in those games, but they're saying it's because of Justin Fields. That's why they're playing better. They're not running the routes harder. It's because he's throwing them the ball. That's all I heard. Then we beat the Patriots. Well, just the, the the defense playing better and the, the wide receivers. Like, wait a minute. These podcasts, certain podcast networks of Chicago, didn't you say the receivers sucked? But then during that time, you're talking about how good they are. Then we start getting whipped. Then we start losing. We lose to the Cowboys. We lose to the Dolphins. We lose to the Lions. We lose to the Falcons. We lose to the Jets. We lose to the Packers. During that time, there's stuff that's happening that's good. Dolphins, there, there's some good things that happened. The Lions are good things that happened. The Falcons, there were some good things. The wide receivers are playing better. The defense is terrible because we have no defensive line. We trade away the one linebacker that was going to do anything. And then we start getting injured. All of our safeties and corners are starting to get injured. So things are piling up. Now, during the stretch of scoring more points, not winning games, scoring more points, Justin Fields was playing better, but he's running a lot. He is throwing a little bit better. He's still missing throws. Yes, sometimes the wide receivers don't do what they need to do. The offensive line, different starting lineup almost every time, starting to play better. But we keep losing. But people are okay with it because we're getting a draft pick. My whole thing here is I listen to these people talk. I see these tweets. They're mad because we're losing. But then they're happy, but we're getting the draft pick. But then they're mad because they are saying we're wasting Justin Fields' time because we're not winning. Okay, well, what's been the common denominator in these losses? Well, the wide receivers sucked off. That's all I know. Justin Fields deserves as much blame as anybody else on this team for losing. I am sick and tired of seeing tweets about how he is this elite quarterback. And anytime he completes a couple passes, these Justin Field fanboys, these trolls, whatever you want to call them, coming out from their basement, finding that clip, putting it on Twitter and saying, oh, Justin Fields can't throw? Look at this. Some of the throws he made yesterday, his receiver beat the corner, he threw him over there and gave him the ball. Can I do it? No. Can you do it? That typed on Twitter? No. But that's play he's going to make. Some of the throws he's made have been great. 
tight window, um, playing his feet and throwing the ball. He has gotten better, and I can't deny that. But what I'm sick and tired of, for example, yesterday versus the Packers, throws two interceptions. The first interception they blame on St. Brown because they're like, well, his route drifted and everything else. Um, the corner safety, I can't remember his name for the Packers, said he read what was going on. He knew how he was going to break down. Why can't it just be a bad throw by the quarterback or a better play by the defender? Why is it the receiver's fault, not Justin Fields' fault, or a better play by the defense? Then at the end of the game, he throws an interception. Well, we can't, we can't. We can't say that it was his fault because, you know, there's 45 seconds left. He's trying to make a play. Yeah, I watched it. He would have thrown it sooner, might have got him. A guy ran a whip route underneath of him, throw it to the sideline, get out of bounds, live to fight. Don't have to force that when you've got three defenders right there around him. Justin Fields was 20-25, which is much better. But there are tons of film, and I am going to spend time finding him and put him up here of times where he is not throwing the ball where you think he is. Has he gotten better? Absolutely. But here's the deal. He's a way better athlete than he is a thrower. If he continues to develop as a thrower, he is going to be amazing. But we're all acting like, or you are all acting like, he is Michael Vick that he is Russell Wilson, that he's just this amazing thrower already. He's made great throws. Absolutely. But I, what I'm sick of, that it's all him. Well, when he makes a good throw, why not the receiver made a good catch as well? Why not the offensive line block? There's times the pocket breaks down, he moves around and has to do it. That's the NFL. That's football. But these people want Justin Fields to be so good right now on ESPN, on all Twitter, on all NFL Network. Open your eyes. Shut up and open your eyes and watch. And think about what you're saying. But again, I can't expect these people because they probably didn't play football or they did play football and they never gone to coach or... Their only exposure to learning anything about coaching is just talking, but they're not talking scheme. They're not talking about certain game planning like I try to do and other people I know in this profession of high school or college are trying to grow and get better as people. They are just going to type up whatever because that's their job and they want to make money. Much respect because they do make money from it. But what I'm tired of and I'm sick of seeing is how good he is now. He's a great athlete, never taking that away. Great runner. He's not going to survive running the football. He's just not. He has to continue to grow as a passer. He has to continue to grow. I thought against Packers, he did a much better job stepping up in the pocket. That speed he had on that inside zone read where he juked a guy and took off, one, there's a couple blockers, so you're welcome, Justin Fields. Two, that's not going to be there forever. Lamar Jackson's going to slow down. Russell Wilson has slowed down. Michael Vick, it happened to him. Jalen Hurts is going to slow his rap into him, but he's starting to get a lot better. And another thing about that is people get better talent around Justin Fields and look at him shine. So now you're telling me that it's the receivers that make the quarterback better, not the quarterback making the receivers better. Gotcha. I remember that. Go back and look at Tom Brady. He had certain teams with a lot of great wide receiver talent, but there was times he didn't. He had to make them better. Peyton Manning did, but that's a combination of having great wide receivers but also a great quarterback. There's quarterbacks out there. Look at Jimmy G. Jimmy G's been around a couple, you know, okay wide receivers, but he makes them better. He gets stats, maybe not all the touchdown stats. Because here's the thing with Justin Fields that I don't think people want to talk about. For his career, 
his career. He has 60% completion, 20 touchdowns, and 20 interceptions. This year, he has thrown 13 touchdowns and 10 interceptions in 12 games. Last year, he played 12 games and all and threw 10 interceptions in those 12 games. So he's on pace to throw for more interceptions this year. Well, he's got to throw for more touchdowns. Not by much. Not by much. He's a much better athlete. He is a he's your typical college quarterback that can zone read, run, take off, do those things. When guys get open, give him the ball. Sometimes he's going to get hot. He's getting better and everything else. I'm okay if we sat here and everybody agreed. Well, part of these losses can be on him. Do you know that I don't know if he has a game-winning drive even at Ohio State or the Chicago Bears? So you're telling me that he's this elite passer and he's this great quarterback already, and he hasn't even done that. Again, it's easy at Ohio State when you've got first, second, third round wide receiver picks and low line picks, two running back picks to do those type of things. And when you're playing the type of schedule that Ohio State plays year in and you're out, now you're playing the big boys in the NFL. Justin Fields has to continue to grow as a passer. You can't keep running him because even the Atlanta Falcons game, he was holding his legs, he was tired, and then he hurt his shoulder. He had the week of rest. He had the second week of rest. Even though they were practicing, I'm sure they took it easy on him, and he looked more fresh. His body will get beaten down. The offensive line, they did not play well at the beginning, but they're playing a lot better now. And there's times he takes off when he shouldn't. These design quarterback runs... There should only be maybe four a game, maybe. The receivers, I thought, have been playing better. Now they're all banged up. So instead of blaming one individual, because I know it sounds like I'm blaming all on Justin Fields, I'm blaming everybody. Anything that is happening, I am blaming on everybody. I won't sit here and always say it's the play calling and everything, but I am blaming everybody. I am blaming the O-line. I am blaming the wide receivers. I am blaming the running backs. I am blaming Justin Fields. I am blaming the defensive line, the linebackers, the corners and safeties. I blame everybody. And if we can start to blame everybody, start blaming Justin Fields, start seeing flaws that he has like you do with every other player, and don't treat him like LeBron James where he is Jesus and he can walk on water and do no wrong. Stop. Really look at and think about what you're saying and these podcast guys that flip-flop back and forth. Stop flip-flopping back and forth. Stick to your guns. If you're saying the wide receivers are terrible, stick with it or start to admit they're playing better. Like I did. I didn't think they were playing well. And I, I can't go after their talent. It's a young group. They started to play better and that's when things were starting to happen. But they're trying to say, well, so here's the thing. They blame the wide receivers. Well, now, when they started to score more points, all I heard was, well, Justin Fields is finally getting them the ball. Oh, so were they open and running routes harder and Justin Fields wasn't getting them the football? That's the type of stuff that you hear from these writers and these NFL guys that are Bears fans and these other podcasters. I'm sick and tired of hearing stuff like that. To me, if they're playing better, that tells me the wide receivers are catching the football better. Justin Fields is getting them the football better. And that's telling me that the game plan is getting them open. So it goes to everybody. Then when things don't go well, 
I could sit there and say, well, Justin Fields isn't getting the football. Oh, the O-line's not pass blocking as well as they were, or maybe the game plan's not getting them open. But nope, it's going to be, well, Justin Field. you're saying Justin Fields is getting the football. Then when things aren't happening, well, the receivers aren't making plays for him. Make a play for him. I get it. Sometimes they have to. But do we see the flip-flopping that happens? So Justin Fields deserves the blame like you blame everybody else. Bears fans, we're just going to have to accept the fact that this team is not very good, but we're putting all of our eggs into this draft basket where we hope who we draft is going to come do something, and we hope that we trust this organization and everything else, that they're going to make the right decisions. I don't know. These are the days where I sit here and go, I wish we had Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler was a much better quarterback than Justin Fields. And I might even go on record and say Jay Cutler would be a better uh, quarterback than Justin Fields when it's also when Justin Fields' career is over. Jay Cutler will be known as a much better quarterback. Stop treating Justin Fields like LeBron James. Bears fans, we have to be better. Uh, that wraps up this episode. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow around Apple and iTunes. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, Zach, if you listen, I apologize. We're going to have to get another episode back. Schedules just aren't linking up. Um, thank you guys again. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.